Hello, listeners. Great peace, great joy fills and overshadows me. You will agree with me when I say this is a day or night that the Lord has made, depending on the country you are listening to me from. We have every reason to rejoice and be glad in it, no matter what we are going through. We always take the day or night for granted because it's always there, as, and it has never failed any of us in our various countries. It is not the work of the government, politicians, celebrity, rich person in the community whom you know that does this. This is the work of an invisible force or formless substance that does this. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I radiate peace, love, and light to all. It is Thursday, June 16, 2022. In my world in Ontario, Canada, my world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I live my life from within to the without. I am in the world, but I'm not of the world at all. I work with my intuitions. That is a still small voice of God only. I create my own realities. All of it, not some of it. All of it, not some of it. Let everyone listening to me join me in one breath, with one voice and in one consciousness to say, God is all that there is. Let us become aware of the invisible partner or presence within us, which is the very breath of our own lives. And it will make a huge difference in our lives. He's so close to us than our breath and nearer to us than our hands and feet. It is in him we live, move, and have a being. I'm a lady of gratitude, that's let the whole world join me to say, thank you, Father, thank you, infinite intelligence. Finally, the enlightenment, truth, and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I, live, I love them dearly. Africa is no longer a dark, dark continent. We found the truth and we are practicing the truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I, 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 I see it in my imagination all the time and I'm very much aware if I can see it in my mind, ah, I can hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing and beautiful. I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, ah, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing and beautiful. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends sitting in a beautiful garden, perhaps the Garden of Eden, admiring God's beauty and nature as God works through me to talk to you on this topic of fear. I love beauty. It ignites the light within me. You have your own self to blame if you don't take lessons from this today's topic. So the topic for today is fear, mankind's greatest enemy. Fear mankind's greatest enemy to be fearful in life to be fearful in life is to believe more in evil than in good or god again to be fearful in life is to believe more in evil than in good or god i learned this from my mentor emmett fox my other mentor dr joseph murphy said fear is behind many failures sicknesses frustrating disappointment and all sorts of negativity going on in our world today millions of people are afraid of the past the present the future and anything they imagine certain catastrophic events or unpleasant situations in their mind and their subconscious minds create it for them fear is only a negative thought in their mind which means people are afraid of their own thoughts can you imagine one has to set himself free from fear because mankind was not born with negativity was not born with fear at all. 
My mentor, Dr. Joseph Murphy, said humanity is born with two types of fear. Fear of falling and fear of noise. Everybody is afraid to fall. Like you see a hole in front of you, you panic. That is normal fear. And it's good to have that fear. Or maybe you are driving or you, you, or you are walking, you, you hear the sound of an automobile, uh, 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 the sound, the siren of a police car, fire truck, or paramedics. And then you get scared and you step aside or you, you, you park by the side. It's all good. That is normal fear. In actual fact, if you don't have this normal fear, it is not good because then what happens to you? That is normal fear and it's good. Abnormal fear is caught by particular experiences that was passed down by parents, relatives, teachers, religious leaders, and the influential people in the society. Abnormal fear takes hold when people let their imagination run riot. As Joseph said, the things I greatly feared has come upon me. In the past, when I hadn't discovered myself, fear, fear made me to fall to so many things and I missed out on so many golden opportunities. There's this incident, I, I can't even, before I discovered myself, the, the supervisor, I got this golden opportunity, and the supervisor was talking about lateness. That time I had given birth. So I used to imagine that this child mother, when I go and drop my daughter, she will not even open her door, and I'll be late, and I'll be the first person to be fired and everything. So because of that, I didn't take the job. It was all fear. I met where I was living. I met another neighbor who was talking. We talked about a lot of things, and she told me if she's fed up with life, and she has taken her test so many times, and she doesn't like the comment the husband is making about her, about the driving test, making her looks as if she's dumb and stupid. And the husband had warned her that this is the last time they are going to spend money on the driving test, and um. It, 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 it was a lot for my friend. So I gave her an information to use. I told her to forgive her husband with all the terrible things he said to her and not concentrate on that because thoughts are things. More so, she should imagine every night and morning her husband and the loved ones, including me, congratulating her that she's passed the driving test. The feeling that she would feel if she were to pass the driving test you should feel it now because God responds to our thought processes, thinking patterns, or mental images. I told her to fake it in her mind so it becomes a reality. And that mental, uh, this mental attitude takes away fear, worry, pain, and all sorts. And it helps with the forgiveness too. And the healing process. So my friend listened. And then the next time she wrote the test, she passed. And... I also met another friend and we talked about um, a whole lot of things and she we talked about marriage and she said her marriage wasn't good. She was enduring, enduring her marriage but not enjoying it at all. To her, she was going through what she was, what she saw her mother go, went through growing up and that even scared her. So she growing up, she told herself she'll never marry and all sort of things that she told herself. But everybody was married, so she was supposed to marry, and now this she's stuck to this man that doesn't make him that doesn't make her happy. She bowed her head and started sharing tears. I gave her a teacher to wipe away her tears, and I gave her the truth. And the truth is, I like I knew it was time to save my friend. 
and I gave her a different perspective, which was a, was the truth. I told her like Job, what you greatly feared has come upon you. I told her that from all that she had told me, her mental imagery was of fear of marriage because of what her what she's seen her mother go through, and that has been registered well in her subconscious mind. And when she was getting married, she had a negative view of her marriage. More so, she wasn't prepared for the marriage, but it was because of peer pressure that drove her into marriage. So she herself, then she looked at me and said, yes, it was as if the light in her had ignited. She was awakened to a certain truth. The whole countenance changed. I told her what she greatly feared came upon her. That is why there's a metaphysical truth like attracts like so her mental imagery was not good and she attracted that um, james allen he says men do not attract which what they want but who they are what you are inside you attract it so that was the beginning of the work and some other things i did with her and i explained to her happiness is from within happiness is not from the outside from not not from any other person i worked on her and we worked together and according to her, she never thought about it that way. And this was a huge eye-opener for her. Today, she clearly understands the phrase, you create your own realities. She clearly understands it. Your own realities, it could be good or bad. So with all this mental imagery, she created her own realities in a bad way. So as you think you create, what you feel you attract and what you imagine you become, she understood it very well. Today, she's enjoying her marriage, but not enduring. And she has no fear in her life at all. My friend was open-minded and receptive, which some are not at all. That they go and aggravate the uh, they go and uh, aggravate the problem. And when they can't bear the pain, some call me. In all, I use non-judgment non-judgment and discretion in dealing with all my clients as a relationship expert and a marriage coach i have so many of such stories the world has gone through fear with covid19 pandemic the world is full of people who are afraid of something terrible will happen to them and something catastrophic will happen to them they read about an epidemic or some rare disease they live in fear that they will catch it some imagine they've already they already have it. They get it. Again, COVID-19 is a typical example of abnormal fear. People were scared. Something catastrophic was going to happen to them and their families and their loved ones. That is all that they talked about and worked on. And these individuals created their own fears. The media was announcing death every day, which was very scary for many people. I doubted the statistics of the death of the death shown on TV. The media and the government really succeeded in putting fear into the people. They are the cause of everything and the citizens are the effect. My principle of life is that there's a principle for honesty, but not for dishonesty. A principle for truth, but not for lies or falsehood. I'm fully aware that the law of karma, action and reaction, or what you saw is what you reap, is really in a lie. Therefore, it is not my place. To judge anyone all i know is that the consequences the consequences are huge for the person who tells lies or give a dishonest report 
the universe takes care of such people competently that it's never mind in my job description to judge anyone i look and i observe a lot i remember i watched the tv about covid 19 cases in shelter and the kind of statistics they were showing when and was in the shelter and i never watched it again i didn't like the way i felt afterwards i watched people watch it religiously discuss it and harm and the harm they were doing themselves but who am i to correct anyone to tell anybody so when COVID 19 started i was in shelter and everything was a mess and in chaos over there my three doers were in the foster home my marriage had been grossly disrespected my husband and I were separated from each other and so many other things. The, these negative experiences not only were, was not only painful but excruciating. Thus, I didn't have time for negative trash, vain talks or fear talks at all. I deliberately chose to keep my mind or consciousness pure. I didn't give people the opportunity or the chance to talk to me about what they thought about COVID at all. I also didn't tell people about what I thought about COVID. I deliberately chose not to mention the word or add it to my vocabulary. And I understood what COVID meant. Thus, I was one of the people raising my consciousness into the universe and healing the world from negativity and all sorts. I went with what I felt strongly. I didn't allow people's thoughts to be mine at all. I observed and listened to a lot of negativity when I had no people to I observed and listened to a lot of negativity when I had no one, no choice to be part of the people, but I had to join in. There were some times that you had, you had to be in groups, and I had no choice. So whatever they said, I listened, but I, I don't join in at all. One of the lessons I learned on my spiritual journey was to allow people to be. Ability to listen to people, even though you don't agree with them, is a real character, and that is what I developed myself to be. And it was very important to me to develop this character as i used to talk in the past a lot and now I understand everybody's entitled to his or her opinion for we live in a democratic world even though i don't agree with them i should give them the opportunity to express themselves in any shape and format i can't change anyone but i can change myself and adapt to people that's the work is for me I change me, not others. I only adapt to people. So I wore the mask when it became mandatory for all, but I never believed in anything that was said. I worked with what I felt strongly. That is my intuition. The still small voice of God. I didn't take the fascinations either. I thought and didn't I thought and did things in a different way. The law of life is the law of belief. My mentor Dr. Dr. Joseph Murphy taught me that. The law of life is the law of belief. So I believe in mind over matter. And for that one, when you come close to me, I won't hesitate to tell you that to leave me alone. I believe in things that will inspire, strengthen, and empower me, but not in things that will hurt, harm, or injure me. I'm fully, I'm fully aware that fear is a negative thought in the mind. So to paraphrase one of my mentors, Maya Angelou, she said, when you know better, you do better. I love and salute her in the other world for being one of my mentors. I have a lot of mentors, you know. Again, COVID-19 hasn't come to hurt, harm, or punish anyone, even though it seems so. The whole curriculum of the third dimension or other world is to learn lessons. Thus, I always advise people to learn the lessons quickly 
to move from darkness into light. It becomes very catastrophic for those who will not accept the truth. Nothing ever is all is becoming. As a matter of fact, this is the most exciting time to be alive if one understands all that is going on. A little child can be so gripped with fear. Can be so gripped with fear when told there's a monster in the room. But when the older sibling switches on the light, he or she is freed from that fear. The fear of the mind was a well, the fear in the mind was so real, was as real as if there was a monster. This child was held from a, a false thoughts in the mind. In the same way, in the same way, the thing fear didn't exist, doesn't exist. Many of your fears have no reality. Can you imagine? That is why Job said, what I greatly feared has come up for me. So fear is only a negative thought in your mind that you are entertaining, just a shadow. Ralph Waldo Emerson, the great 19th century philosopher and poet said, do the things you are afraid to do. And the death of fear is certain. You must consistently say, I overcome this fear of mine. I speak with poise and confidence. I'm relaxed and at ease. In this way, you set the law in operation, the definite law of mind in operation. And this helps when you want to banish stage fright. There's, there are some people who are so much afraid of stage fright. This is the kind of thing you say to yourself. And your subconscious mind takes care of all, all of that. Dr. Joseph Murphy taught me the subconscious mind is amendable to suggestion and is controlled by suggesting. So when you still your mind and relax, the thought of the conscious mind sinks down into the subconscious mind. The process is similar to osmosis. As the positive seeds of thought sinks down, um, as the positive seeds of thought sinks down into the subconscious area, they grow after their kind, and you become poised, serene, and calm. So, having seen the end and the trails of accomplishment, you follow the means to an end. Don't be obstinate. Try it. It works like charm, so to speak. This is not daydreaming at all, but you are daydreaming with a purpose because this time. You have an understanding. I remember when my girls went into foster home or care or whatever they call it. I flipped the page like the way you toss pancake in a saucepan. I was very much aware of universal law of polarity. We say there's a good and bad in everything. So concentrate on the good and draw the good to yourself. And that is what I did for, uh, and that is what I did. And I knew the truth because the truth says thought are things and what you focus on gets bigger or expands. So God is taught, and you are taught being too. So in all my excruciating pain, I use the truth to save myself. And that is what I teach humanity and offer it to you from the bottom of my heart to solve any kind of problem you are going through. I'm a girl Helen, so my problem will not be the same as yours. But there's only one way, and that is what I'm offering. I cannot give you what I don't have. I've practiced it for 16 years. I have, well, I said for 16 years. For over six years. And for over six years, six years, not 16, for over six years, and I know it works. That's to me, my children were on, I flipped the pain. That's to me, my children were on holidays, and they are just enjoying, they are just enjoying being there. Though they were in the foster home. That is how I say you flip it, flip the pain. I chose not to face the reality in order not to sink into lower frequencies to create more of what I don't want. That I fixed what I wanted in my mind and dwelt on it. 
This mental attitude took away worry, fear, stress, going to the mental home, committing suicide, crying, wailing, and all that, or doing anything stupid to myself. And that gave me immeasurable strength, integrity, confidence. And this is what I teach humanity. Again, I will wholeheartedly recommend it to anyone from the bottom of my heart. And also learn about the universal law of polarity. I read and learned this truth and watched an audio by the late Bob Proctor who said exactly the same thing. In one of his audios, he used to say, you fuck it in your mind until it becomes a reality. And I believe that. And I've lived along that line. So when faced with abnormal fear, place your attention on the thing immediately desired. Get engrossed with your desire. It's a principle that subjective always overturns objective. This attitude will give you confidence and ability to lift your spirit. Infinite intelligence is moving on your behalf. He cannot fail. God has not failed. And you will not fail too. The day or night has never failed. And you will not fail too. Therefore, peace, serenity, tranquility, and poisonous is all yours. If you don't want this truth, what, what do you want? What do you want? Isn't it satisfying and fulfilling to know this to overcome all your fears? My mentors talked to me. I read a lot of things and books and I did a lot of, and I, I understood it and I used it. So when fear knocks at your door, treat yourself with an affirmation until the day breaks and shadow fades away. In other words, until you get what you want. Affirmation is not the creation of a new situation, but the reverse of a negative experience to the original state. Remember, of God upon creation declared all things as good. To affirm is to say so. It's to say so. So you are saying how things should be instead of how things are on the basis that there's a principle for health, not for sicknesses. There's a principle for beauty, not for ugliness. There's a principle for success, not for failure. There's a principle for, for prosperity, not for poverty. There's a principle for honesty, but not for dishonesty. Okay? And this affirmation is by Emmett, Emmett Fox. I said it over a year, every morning and evening. You can stop as soon as you impress your subconscious mind and you are free from fear. But you are full of faith now. I said it longer because of the job I do. I had to do it to get. And this affirmation ain't good for me. So I don't see why it won't work for you too. So the affirmation goes like this. I am divine spirit. I'm a child of God. In God, I live, move, and have my being. So I have no fear. I'm surrendered by the peace of God and all is well. I'm not afraid of people. I'm not afraid of things. I'm not afraid of circumstances. I'm not afraid of myself. For God is with me. The peace of God fills my soul. So I have no fear. I dwell in the presence of God. And no fear can touch me. I'm not afraid of the past. I'm not afraid of the present. I'm not afraid of the future. For God is with me. The internal God is my dwelling place. And underneath are his everlasting arms. Nothing can ever touch me by the direction uh, but the, the direct action of God himself. And God is love. Emmett Fox. Don't be that Try it. I did it for over a year, almost over two years, I think. And it works. This affirmation works. As a therapist, I've realized that a lot of people live in their past. And their past keep on they keep on creating and their yeah, their, their past keep on creating their realities. It's the same way as saying thought are things. What you focus on gets bigger expands. You don't like what you went to. So there's no doubt. That is why it, it you keep on saying it was painful and it was excruciating. 
excruciating. And all that you cry about, I always, I, I always tell people, I get that, I understand it, I hear you, I hear the pain. However, the intelligent and credible thing to do moving forward, because you can't change the past, so don't live in the past. So the intelligent and credible thing to do is to think about how you want things to be, but not the pain, in order not to repeat what you don't want. But those are things, what you focus on gets bigger or expands. I went through a painful past too. In fact, since I was born, I used my pain to inspire and empower others. And I now see all those who hurt me and did me wrong. And my, I see them as my teachers. And I might say, it takes a spiritual mature person to say this. That's in my right frame of mind. I thank them all the time. I continue to say, I thank them for this storm or this difficulty they gave me. Had it not been these negative experiences of fear and humiliating experiences, how could I have discovered myself? How could I have been able to overcome my fears? This unpleasant situation didn't happen to me. But it all happened for me for the glory of God to be seen in my life. So this self of pep talk is what I offer to you wholeheartedly from the bottom of my heart. Most of the time, people give me compliments. Tell me, they're telling me that I am strong. I say thank you. But that doesn't do me any good, to be very honest. We, to be very honest with you, that uh, and than an individual telling me that he or she is able to was able to practice what I gave to him or her or what he or she listened to me say and so and in that way and he or she had changed the situation from fear to faith or whatever the situation is I want a lot of people so that we can flock together and that makes me very good and makes me very happy and I'm always on cloud nine or more than that, 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 that will make me to be on <laughs> cloud nine or more than that. So your subconscious mind never fails. The thing you fear did not exist, except all our thoughts in your mind. Your thoughts are creative. That is why Job said, What I greatly feared came upon me. My fellow black man or woman listening to me, I understand and hear the pain and anguish of all. I watch it and I see it on TV and I don't like what I see. However, the truth is think good and good will follow. Think evil and evil will follow. It's a principle that what you bless can't hurt you at all. I know and understand. But use the truth to save yourself. And that is what I did. I don't think the world, the police force in the US or in Canada or in the Western world, or citizens or people or even like the policemen killing our men and I, 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 I wouldn't think like that this problem is a world's problem not a racial problem that was the motivation of what we did it's a world's problem not a racial problem i don't see it that way at all the solution lies in the problem and then it's all built from within which the police force and many in authority doesn't know the truth the problem has to be solved from the roots, but unfortunately, it's being solved on the surface. That's the situation dies down and resurfaces. Up until now, the leaders have been with the up until now, the leaders haven't been able to fix the jigsaw puzzle. And it's a world's problem. They keep on dancing around the issue, around the problem. The leaders have to open up to the power within. The intuitions, um, our intuitions or the still small voice, and all will be well with all of us. This way and no other way. Let us all use the truth to save ourselves.
to set ourselves free with this problem. That's all. My fellow black man or woman listening to me again, don't pull out the racial or self-pity card on this problem. Don't pull it out. I know you are tempted to do it, but don't do it. Because then you are solving it on the surface. But we want to uproot it. Uproot the tree, not cut the branches. So don't put out the self-pity card or racial um, card again. But use the truth to save yourself and your loved ones. The Bible says, Scripture says, you shall know the truth. The truth will set you free. The other time I had a black lady lamenting on how she's giving birth to only boys and doesn't know what to do with them. According to where she lives in fear all the time. And to her, her boys are a mistake to her. I listened and didn't say anything. But my dear, there are serious consequences for such, neg such neg negative thinking. Ask yourself, who is thinking and feeling all these negative emotions? You are. You are. So you grieve the Holy Spirit. And I don't think you or anyone wants to grieve the Holy Spirit. Because there are consequences for that. The fact that you are ignorant about them that doesn't mean that the law doesn't work. It works. That's why a lot of people say God is law. Remember what Job said. What I greatly feared came on me. Fear is a negative thought in your mind. You are entertaining. Get rid of all that. Your mantra should be, I can and I will. And understand what principle is. Yes, so they understand what principle is. What you bless can't hurt you. Think good and good will follow. And that is what I did in the COVID when people lost, people said a lot of rubbish, a lot of garbage things. I didn't listen to them because I knew the truth and I used the truth. And that is what I'm offering to you. And most people, I know most black people are Christians, they go to church. What is the essence of all these memory verses we know? And one cannot use it to solve his or her problem. As I always emphasize, it's not about how things should be for us or how we think things should be or how we perceive things to be no it's about how things works or how things are done in the universe so you are coming in alignment to save yourself or to set yourself free get it right and i didn't hesitate to tell a, a group of people okay it's about how things are done and how things work so your self-pity doesn't exempt you at all that is why James Allen, I love him very much. He said, the universe is supremely just and he gives unto everyone his rightful earnings. So get the truth. Total obedience and compliance is the key. So get the truth and use it. That's it. That's it. This way, no other way. A negative thought can, cannot materialize unless you emotionalize the thought and accept it mentally. So the lady who was going through that marriage for she has accepted it mentally. That is what she was going through. That is why I forever say, as within, so without. As in heaven, so on earth. As above, so below. So refuse to entertain the suggestion of fear. Therefore, no harm can hurt you unless you allow it. With your conscious mind, you share it with everybody. But with your subconscious mind, you share it with God alone. So what you believe in your heart of heart to be true is what will happen to you. Please get this right. If you're afraid of failure, think of success. If you're afraid of sickness, dwell on perfect health and um, vitality. If you're afraid of accident, dwell on the protection and guidance of God. If you're afraid of death, dwell on eternal life. God is life and that life is yours now. And scripture also says the same thing. 
In Philippians 4, 8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatsoever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So the greatest law of substitution is the answer to fear. Think and expect the good, and the good will come to you. There are so many verses in the Bible that talks of fear to overcome fear. And much more you know. And I will urge you to read them and make it practical in your life. What is the essence of going to church every Sunday? And there's a problem in your life. And you can't use the Bible, the good book, to solve it. I don't get it. And I didn't get it since I was born. And I always used to ask my people. And they tell me, oh, you, you are too know. I, I always used to ask, what is the essence of holding the Bible, going to church every day? But there's a problem in your life. But you can't use the word of God to practice, to, to, to solve it. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. Not knowing I was right. They were wrong. <laughs> think of fears. Hold them up to, think, uh, to think of fears. Hold them up to the light. Laugh at your fears. This is the best medicine. Nothing can disturb you except your own thoughts. The suggestion, statement, confession, and threat from others have no power over you. The power is within you. Your subconscious mind. You share it with God alone. So, what you are saying to yourself daily is what will become your own reality. When your thoughts are focused on what is good, then God's power is with you. You are you you are your thought or your thoughts of good, and therefore you, you think of the good, and therefore you have no fear. There's only one greatest power, and it moves in harmony. There are no divisions or quarrels in it. Fear of this and that has kept us trapped. The mayor of the fact has kept not me fear of this and that has kept many trapped in the mayor of their five senses. Many give up so easily and doesn't know to think deeply for solutions to their problems. The fear factor is well embedded in their subconscious mind that keeps playing havoc with them. And the only way to deal with fear is through the affirmation given to you. Um, we have just given you by Emma Fox a man or woman knows his or her words by what you or she uses his or her mind. Fear of this and that has made many to be unachievers. In Africa, up until now, no one has been able to use his or her mind to turn the sun into an opportunity because someone is afraid of some powers that be. Some powers that be. Someone is just afraid. And, it's, and that he or she is afraid that that power will thwart his or her successes. All this negative thinking is due to fear. The story of the talent come to mind here you know the one who was giving the the, the 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 one who was given one talent and felt nature has disappointed him and was cruel to him so he also gave me goodies of the talent but he hid it the little he had was taken from him this truth african has to wake up to now not in the future for a very long time we can't do any meaningful thing with the sun except complain god has every right to take what he has given to us if we fail to think to make good use of it. My brother, my sister listening to me, my African man or woman listening to me, my people. For a very long time we have the sun, but we don't know how to even think to, to bring it to bring God has blessed Africa, but we don't know how to make to think to, to, to let what God has given to us bless us as all. And nature unaided fails, my people. That is the truth. If God give you a gift and you fail to use fail to make good use of the gift, God can take it. 
it away from you back. And he will bring others to take it from you. While as Watson said, there's a thinking stuff that permeates and fills the interspace of the universe. This thinking starts in every human being. It's in every human being, including Africans. As the Gilemanual says, we were not shortchanged at all. We were not shortchanged. Our inability as Africans to identify this thinking stuff or power in us has made us powerless. And our inability to solve our own problems. Africans cannot do anything on their own except they seek help from all sorts of angles and they act clueless all the time. Our inability to think. Fear, fear of this and that has gripped humanity, especially the Africans, that they do not want to aspire for anything great in life. To many people, poverty, lack, scarcity, and pain is what God intended for them. For that reason, they take life at a rudimentary level and they don't think. The sad, pathetic, and unfortunate thing is that there are men and women of God on the African continent who are propagating this falsehood teachings. The, the, the falsehood teachings, fear is so much embedded in the subconscious mind of many, especially, especially to them. There's no need for greatness as everything will be made perfect in the next world. So they go to church and not, they don't even have understanding. So to the African, if you are trying to be great, there's a power somewhere that will thwart all your efforts, or they become the eye eye of their so-called enemy in the communities. Due to fear, the average human being thinks life is a matter of struggle and survival. Can you imagine? For that matter, he or she has to loot or engage in dubious, dishonest, or cheat people to amass wealth. I um I um, I do not appreciate dishonest people because the, let me teach you a principle. God, the God that is in you is abundant, it's harmonious. So when you cheat people to a mass world, you are telling your um, the power that is in you that he or uh, he, he is not. So your subconscious mind will create all these circumstances for you to experience. That is why I always say come in alignment. So all the pain, that's because there's principle for abundance, not for poverty. So if you keep on cheating and doing this, some people, they love dishonest deals too much. Too much. And that is a wrong thinking of life. Wrong way of life. You can overcome, my dearly beloved. You must overcome all your fears individually and collectively. We, when we change our source and location of power from without to the within to conquer our fears, other conditions, circumstances, and people have no power. All power is from within. Not without, therefore, under our control. And scripture says the same thing. He that is in the world is greater than the one that is in uh, he that is in me is greater than the one that is in the world. That is what the scripture says. So I don't know why people are afraid. You begin to have dominion over all things when you know the law of being and obeys them. The law of being gives you power over your circumstances. I mean, folks, talk to me that. So the subconscious mind gives you power over your circumstances and conditions and over every problem that confronts you. You begin to see, see that there's authentic power in calmness, centeredness, and quietness as there's nothing to fear in the world because outer conditions doesn't have power. One thing I can assure you that I can assure you is that a true child of God doesn't have to fear anything because he or she understands that outer condition is full of fear. Fear. And fear is a negative thought 
or shadow in the mind. The good book speaks about fear a lot, and I will encourage you to read it and apply it in your life. John 16, 33. That is my, one of my favorite memory, uh, memory verses. John 16, 33. What does this say? These things are spoken unto you that you might have peace in the world. You shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So, if you know that verse, what, 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 why should you be afraid? Of what? Life is not complicated, stressful, confusing. Or life is not complicated, stressful, or confusing. But gleeful, flamboyant, and joyously abandoned for the individual who is prepared to use the truth to cast out fear to define him or her, herself. And that is what I did. So in Africa, when the masses begin to realize that we were made to overcome all problems and challenges, then we'll put our hands on our chest and say, this is what we've done with the help of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. My question to you, my dearly beloved, is that what do you choose now? Fear or faith? Let us start living, let us start living the garden of Eden. As it's going to rain, I can see it's raining. I urge you to work on yourself. I can't force you to choose. That would be taking your rights, respect, and dignity from you as a human being. No. The greatest gift God gave to us is a freedom, free, free, free will, and a free will of choice. Neither can I force the truth on you, but I want you to be awakened to the truth that it's my duty to present the truth to you, including all humanity. It's entirely up to you to decide what you want to do with the truth that I've presented to you. Remember, what I greatly feared came on me. Fear is a negative thought in your mind. Be aware of this truth and it will make a huge difference in your life. This is the most exciting time to be alive. As I always say, if an individual understands all that is going on, be sincerely blessed by the topic and enlightened by the topic. Fear, man's greatest enemy. If you're on the continent or you're in the diaspora, listen to me. The book of Proverbs admonishes us that in all I get it, let us get understanding. And that is what I will encourage you to do. It's your duty to use the truth in every nook and corner of your life, in places that you want, you deem it even scary. And that is what I did. One thing I can show you is that you are the product of your choices and you are the product of your thoughts. Okay? So, my dearly beloved, it is time for change. It is time for change. It is time for change. As a child of God and a citizen of the universe, I invite all, especially those who believe in the law of divine oneness and diversity, as to much majestically for the creation of a new Africa and a new black race. I imagine in my mind we say all we say it together, a collective play, prayer and a slogan. A collective prayer. And a collective prayer says, and God shall wipe away all the pain, suffering, and disappointment for the face of Africa and all the black communities in the diaspora through the collective effort of all of us that we no more poverty, no more lack, no more wars, no more diseases, and no more underdevelopment, no more street violence, no more armed robbers, gun crimes, and drug culture in black communities, both on the continent and in the diaspora. The former Africa and the former black race have passed away at the appearance of the new Africa and the new black race. We now know the truth. And we are all sorry to take our rightful place in the universe. It is wonderful. And our slogan goes like it. 
one people, one continent, one race, and one destiny. So in Africa, when the citizens begin to think clearly, to realize that they cannot kill their fellow human beings for ritual purposes, for money, then Africa will no longer be referred to as a dark continent. My dearly beloved, it is my burning desire and fondest dream that your spiritual eyes and mind will be opened to join the movement to form the critical mass to create a diverse and a new Africa. It's also my burning desire that the continent will be littered with inventions and inventions not our things. Therefore, whatever thought has been planted in us, the same thought can uproot. This is a time in the 21st century that every African has to consciously unthink all the negative thoughts that have been embedded in our racial subconscious mind to clean and clear the mind to invent, innovate, and bring forth ideas that will move the human evolution forward. We want a group of Africans to form the critical mass to redefine our continent so together we will think will think big and do things in a great way. This is a time to free the African mind from mental bondage, shackles, and all sorts of negativity and expose them to the real source and location of power to invent and innovate to move the evolution forward. As it is now and up until now, Africans are stalling the evolution process and it has to stop. If you look at Africa right now, it's all inhabited by black people. Our continent is not a diverse continent at all. It's not a diverse continent at all. And this doesn't depict the glory of God. Diversity is the strength of any nation. Every enlightened person will not fail to tell you that, to, to tell you this. And every enlightened person knows and believes what I'm talking about. Diversity is the strength of every nation. We have to clean and clear our environments and surroundings from all fields and change our mindset first and invite all to come and taste of the goodness of God in our lives. When the carnal mind says it cannot be done or this is impossible, the mind with a vivid, clear, uh, with a vivid and clear imagination says it's already done. It's already done. It's already done. And we say together, thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Philippians 2.13, what does it say? For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his own good pleasure. So we are not the one doing the work. It's the power of God working through all of us. We can of ourselves do nothing. It is the power of God that does everything. So, <laughs> so when people talk, I just listen. <laughs> I don't get involved in that at all. I am the co-founder of Eagle Mentality. At EMG, we dedicate ourselves to the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. As diversity is the strength of a nation, we accept both the rich and the poor, the educated, the uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the have-nots, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa based on the subconscious mind and universal laws. This is a girl, Helen Mensa. I'm a child of God, a citizen of the universe, a way shower to my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at last. I live, I give life to humanity. And it comes back to me not only in million folds, but in billion folds. Can you imagine? I wish you all that I wish for myself and all the blessings in the universe, such as joy in your soul. Joy in your soul. Can you imagine? Perfect peace that passes all understanding. Good health, abundance, and much more. God bless you. Thank you kindly.